0: Welcome to
1: The Lodge. You've accessed
2: The LodgeCast Experience.
1: Warning, warning, dangerous spoilers ahead. Enjoy. Oh! Oh, so hot. Ah. Hot!
3: 86 degrees. Hot, hot, hot! today folks we we have a hot take a movie that probably everybody's seen by now Uh, but but not not with their movie pass though oh man oh man well okay so let's set the scene we went to the theater today to see mission impossible fallout and there's been some struggles shall we say with the movie pass corporation over the weekend uh the Lucas, real since, since
1: Thursday yeah. night when the Mission Impossible advanced preview screening started, everyone and their uncle started using movie passes to see it, and pretty much bankrupted and liquidated uh, movie passes, you know, holdings. So by today, we all had to uh, suck it up and uh, we paid for it. Paid for it. Oh.
3: Eighteen fifty. Oh. oh my god. Oh. I can't believe it. And we even oh. even my even my uh, fail safe. Cinemia, coincidentally, their servers failed today. So I think Mission Impossible, Tom Cruise, Zeno—they're bringing out everybody. Everybody's crashing all the systems for this movie. Yeah, truth. Well,
0: it's just more in the A de- little moment of silence for the death of m- Movie Pass. Oh um. God.
3: <coughs> what? <coughs> fear, <laughs> fear not, though, loyal listeners, because uh, talk is already upon us to spread out maybe get the amc or the regal or the regal i mean
0: my big thing is that we have to change the theme song slightly oh, uh, yeah let's not talk about anyway, it uh, we'll, anyway yeah. we'll, we'll we'll get we'll, we'll get past we'll it. burn yeah.
1: that bridge when we get to yeah.
0: it
3: maybe
2: Using credit cards <laughs>
3: <laughs> Using life savings. um but anyway we came here to dish out our hot take about mission impossible fallout where is everybody in their Mission Impossible fandom? Like, what do you, were you guys pumped for this? Or do you feel like it was... We're a little late in the game here? Or wh- um, What are you feeling?
0: I've seen them all. I can't say I remember, like... Like a lot of the details of all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember action sequences and different ones. The last one... Uh, what was it? Uh, Rogue, Rogue Nation. Nation. I was not thrilled with. And it was the same director. Probably writer. You wrote that too. right? I don't know. And so I wasn't like looking forward to it but then the reviews were in they were they were good so I was the like the reviews all have right. been very good. I was like let's do it. Let's Lu- do it. Lucas, where are you
2: at?
1: Yeah, no, I I was pretty hyped on this installment because I believe I have officially seen this trailer more times than any <laughs> other trailer for any other movie oh, in my so entire life. Times. And we we were all joking, quipping going into the theater that uh, we were going to see the Mission Impossible Fallout trailer before seeing Mission Impossible <laughs> Fallout. It because, would have been appropriate. Because it would have made perfect sense. Yeah. Like um, one last for, I'm time. jumping out of a window. Yeah. So I actually have grown up owning the uh, first film that Brian De Palma did on standard DVD and now mm-hmm. Blu ray. And my second favorite was the Brad Bird installment number four, Ghost Protocol. But yeah, like bishki I didn't really love the last one, Rogue mm-hmm. Nation. And I, I think, yeah, Christopher McQuarrie is a really talented writer. I'm not sure he's like a visionary action director. I think this like I think he works better on a smaller scale. I think when you go big, it's it's really, really hard and, and I feel like uh...
3: You got reservations. Yeah, I got reservations. Well, Justin, what's your what's your mission impossible status?
4: Well, I am very fascinated by the franchise because they're all good in their own way. They used to be a little more unique early on i think john woo did one
3: mm-hmm.
4: and so they they kind of had their own flavor now they're a little bit more homogenous but there are always spectacular action set pieces tom cruise is the most fearless actor ever yeah yeah he does yeah, some literally, insane literally. shit. so they're event movies they're well-reviewed movies people enjoy them but for reasons that I would like your feedback on, everyone <laughs> seems to forget them. And then we go into one, and it takes you about 20 minutes to remember who everyone yeah. is. You know, yeah. Bing yeah. Rames is in the van. Bing's you know, been there Peg since the day one. Bing is, yeah. is the comic relief. I don't even remember when he showed up. I think four,
3: He was maybe? in JJ, I think. Or he was he, in three? three. Yeah. Yeah.
4: yeah. And so there's just something missing, and I can't. Quite put my finger on what it is, why we can't seem yeah. to really get invested in this franchise, because I can if I, if we see a Marvel movie, I remember exactly where we're at, what happened who's where, it's like it's, if you it, have a
3: if you have like a really kick-ass dream where you're doing a bunch of awesome shit, and you're like, I'll never forget this, and then the second you wake up, you're like, I have no clue, it was epic though, Yeah,
4: yeah. amazing yeah, I mean, you remember the, the tentpole moments, but uh, the, who, like, when Alec Baldwin showed up, I'm like, hey, was he in the other one? And I was trying to think, and I was like, oh, right, he got shot, and mm-hmm. then they left him on the side of the road in Abu Dhabi, and then a, the squad came, and then I realized that was Kurt Russell from Fast and the Furious. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, 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 I don't remember I'm how right much with you. Baldwin was involved.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think Rebecca Ferguson was in the – fifth one the last one and yeah. and plays a big supporting role in this one and I honestly had no recollection of her at all like I zero, zero, like zero. so I was missing yeah. out on a lot of the subtext yeah, and, I didn't, and angles on this I didn't remember if she was a love
4: interest the only thing I remember about her is everyone made a big stink about Bryce Dallas Howard wearing heels in Jurassic World and then Mission Impossible came out and Rebecca Ferguson was like wearing boots and was capable and was going toe to toe with Tom Cruise so everyone was like that's Everyone indeed. jumped on that bandwagon. Yeah, and that's all I remember.
3: Well, so that sets the stage for the emo- the the high emotional stakes of Mission Impossible Fallout. There's a lot of relationship of who's who knows who from where and how are they double and triple crossing each other um, and to yeah to me it's like the characters in this in these movies never really resonate so i don't give a flying shit and i end up just finding myself waiting for the next tentpole action scene yeah because that's that's what any that's the only thing that anybody making these movies really cares about yeah it hits the marks it, it, you know the action sequence is going to be coming up
0: and so and it's they're spaced out enough that but you're not you don't get Thoroughly bored
1: between them, um, but uh,
3: I was I was pretty bored. I yeah. have to tell you guys. Like I, I
1: looked at my watch an hour. There's in. a
3: lot of there's so much planning in this one. So a lot of exposition, a
1: lot of talking, a lot of dialogue. Like
3: setting it all up. And I know
1: that that's, like... I feel like all of them are like that, but this one, it just felt like there was more of it. Like, a lot more of it. Especially that opening, like, mission, like, exposition thing. It was like, oh my god. Yeah, like, I, I, This is so clunky and I, boring.
3: I know that that comes with the territory, because you gotta set up... Spell everything out. ...the intricate out, mission before the they do it. But it just felt like this one went way too long on that. Like, if... It feels like if you were to maybe, is it two and a half hours long? Maybe if you, at cho- least. you chop yeah, off the most last... Most of the other ones
0: are like a little over two. This one was two and a if half. If you chop and...
3: off the last half hour, everything gets a little vacuum formed and is more exciting. But yeah. this one, like, I'm falling asleep between the temp poles. And oh, the yeah. temples like, I don't know. Like, I don't know where you guys are at, but if, like seeing another car chase in a Paris, Euro- european city yeah, that London. was that was a snooze fest <sighs> the tea, yeah. i mean it, it part
4: of
0: it is our fault
3: right i know because we've, we've, seen we've just much. seen too we've much we've seen yeah. too much right uh, it's you
4: very have, well uh,
0: done uh, there's nothing technically wrong with it But well, you mean. have
4: to take that into account though is yeah. if a, a really well shot like six months to two year planned car chase sure. through a european city looked great but we've seen it. But we've seen you, it. You did nothing different. No, yeah. And Tom that's Cruise on Tom was doing his
3: own stunts, yeah. but to what extent? Like, it wasn't Jackie Chan extent. You Even know, the halo jump, which
1: I heard a lot about going in, it was just almost arbitrary and, and didn't really do anything to the story or plot. It, again, it's like the halo jump where he saves Henry Cavill. That was all real, you know, for Tom, at least. I, I know Henry Cavill was on green screen, but Tom did the uh, jump, I think, 40 yeah. times to film the sequence. But at the end of the day, it's like to what end? Yeah, right. Like how? How? Like it's like in, in the last one in Rogue Nation with him hanging off the outside of the plane. It's like okay, it's an amazing stunt. But yeah, it doesn't add up to anything. I think it, that, if, yeah.
3: if the end credits had like Jackie Chan style Tom Cruise outtakes, semi outtakes, that'd be amazing. Like bloopers and outtakes. <laughs> that would be amazing. That would be great. But don't we why. don't like we don't know how much. You know, because everything looks CG now. So, yeah. well, and, that? and
4: going back to the opening credits, did do all these movies summarize oh, the entire no. movie in the opening that was credits? There's like I think a they montage. Do. They
1: did that in the first film. I think they do that in every film. They show film. clips that from is, the movie in every is movie? As yeah. Fuck okay, yeah,
3: yeah the, the opening credits of this movie show highlights from the movie you're about to watch. I look down at my lap, I'm like, this is fucked up. Like this is dumb, but if is is that every one of these? Pretty sure.
1: I might be wrong, but I know the first film did that. Mm. I think. Weird.
4: I, mean, I will say I thought the opening of the movie was very very strong. Yeah. Um. There's Wolf a bit, blitzer. Yeah. Wolf. There's a bit of a fake out, which I actually even without the fake out, I would have. I think I would have been a little more invested because it got. Pretty grim, it got for dark, a second
3: really there. quick. Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah,
0: I yeah, did. <laughs> no, I was like, "They are going for what?" I the know, fuck?
1: I know. I was pretty <laughs> taken off my seat too. No. And <laughs> uh, but no, it was a good reveal
0: of Wolf for Simon yeah. blitzer Simon Pe- Pegg in a Wolf Blitzer mask. Yeah, God yeah. bless Wolf.
3: Like the movie should like I like I like more of that kind of shit. Like we have to infiltrate this or that, and you have to wear you know all these different disguises. Like I like that more than. The big like car chase shit like yeah. if if they could have balanced the chase with you know kind of up close kind of tomfoolery that they do Tom Cruise foolery I I I don't know I yeah. just
0: uh, I like the big techno party at the beginning that was fun uh, in the I don't know yeah. where that was
3: What does everybody think about Henry Cavill?
1: A million dollar mustache I th- man. <laughs> I
3: thought he was good when he was of. like straight laced
0: CIA, but when he flipped, I was like, I don't really? know if he's evil enough. Oh,
3: well, I thought I, I had the different the, reverse? I had the okay. opposite. I thought he was hilariously bad in the early going. Like, he, I he don't was know like, what the fuck that was. He was
4: like The Rock and Samuel L. Jackson and the other guys, where they're like mm-hmm. the token good cops, yes. but they're kind of yes. shitty, but they're very like comedically like if reckless. if you
3: nudge him one centimeter, it's a comedy. Yeah. I, yeah, I
4: mean, it was ridiculous where he's like, what's the matter, Hunt? afraid of a little
3: lightning, and he jumps out of the plane. It's like, is this played for laughs? But like... if, if they ended up fucking in it, that would have been great. <laughs> yeah. But they didn't. But they had more sexual chemistry than anybody else. I agree. Uh, oh my very god. Yeah. He, he's like just, he's checking out Ethan at every turn. They're looking at each other, kind of smirking. And, it's the, tra- like... and the trailer like
1: telegraphs that he's the bad guy. Because there, there's a clip in the trailer because I've seen it a million times of him shooting the Gatling gun at the helicopter. Yeah. So you go in knowing he's like a Double cross, so that way when it finally reveals it, it doesn't really land the way it should. Because you're like, Bye. yeah, it well, like, should have been in like in the first act, as far as I'm concerned, not well, like and, two hours in. And what's really strange about that is the trailers cut in such yes. a way that makes the fight in the bathroom seem like
4: he's fighting we, Tom we, Cruise. Yeah. We got and he's triple cross. Yeah, yeah. Qu- yeah, we did. Quadruple cross. Yeah, we did.
3: Um, what does everybody think of the big set pieces? Being, we talked a little bit about the big car chase. Um, but I guess the big one in this, well, there's him jumping around on the rooftops where he supposedly broke Broke his his ankle. ankle, Yeah, Mm -hmm. to to keep
1: everyone on the payroll for eight weeks doing nothing (laughs) so they wouldn't take other jobs. You know how expensive that is for Mm -hmm. all the below the line?
3: That's amazing. Um, but I think the big one that people are going to remember from this, obviously, is the helicopter daring do, um, him and, uh, Cavill chasing each other around in the choppers. Uh, what did you guys think of that? Well done,
0: serviceably directed. <laughs> um, it was I good. Like, I
4: just those like those need that one uninterrupted shot mm-hmm. where you can kind of take it in. Yeah, and yeah. And there was a lot of cuts. There was a lot, lot of, of effects. Yeah, it took a lot of the. Uh, it, t- it takes a out. lot out yeah, of it. Yeah,
1: turkey jerky. I thought it was getting interesting, but. It just, every time it would get interesting, it would cut back to, you know, the, them finding the,
3: the nuclear bomb or whatever. Some of the angles were real nice in the in the chopper sequence. Yeah. Still got the charm. And um. do you think he does, like, do you think there's plastic surgery for it? Because I feel like...
1: Oh, for sure. He gets, like, laser treatments on his face to like, stimulate collagen or like Botox. Like Xenu virgin cut. He doesn't, blood cut, he doesn't yeah. cut or go under the knife, but he's getting laser treatments for sure. Okay. Okay.
3: Because I think, yeah, some...
1: Or that cryogenic, ice-cold, like, shit that people do, that those, like, ice baths they take.
3: Like, sometimes when he's, you know, looking real haggard, like if people are, you know, beating the shit out of him or whatever in this, you can see the kind of veneer on his face slip a little bit, and you can kind of imagine him as a... Like, if he would have let nature take its course, like as as an almost 60-year-old. Yeah. And I'm just wondering, when is... Do you think he's going to just... Go gray like Paul Newman. Do th- never, yeah. do no, you think, never. You think he'll he'll never. try to stay in this mold? Yes. Forever. Yes.
1: I
0: th- yeah,
3: there. In
1: his mind, if Liam Neeson can do it, then so can he. So he's already probably planning the next mm-hmm. 10, 20 years of his golden years. Well, I There's think certainly going to be another Mission Impossible.
3: Yes, oh, for, sure. Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. And he's got. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be interesting to watch him because he's got the means to indulge in whatever the newest systems are to keep you young yeah and if so if and he also has
0: like the incentive he has to prove that Scientology without yep um medical interference yeah Yeah, no
1: I heard like a Scientology mantra where he's like I won't let you down I won't let you down like that is Tom Cruise like honestly like that's him literally being himself like I won't let you forever I won't let you down (laughs) and I don't let anyone down I am superhuman I am the hero I am the savior
3: yeah uh, are there any other uh, points of interest people want to discuss in this uh, adventure?
4: I was really disappointed that we didn't get to see a beard three D printed. Oh because yeah. Because the the villain, very prominent, scraggly, I've been in jail beard, <laughs> and they had to print his face, and they just they didn't show it. They in didn't show see, the
3: beard get printed.
4: Wanted to see
1: a beard. They had to like shave it. their pubes to like get the beard <laughs> hair like on the mask.
3: <laughs> that would have been great. Yeah, what what it was a Ving, long movie. It was Ving, a long movie. I like yeah.
0: Ving. Um he's looking old. I think he's 59. Yeah. But even and, Simon
1: Pegg too, you know. It's like it's it's hard to suspend disbelief when it's like okay, if Simon Pegg and Ving Rames are like the two computer guys, I got it. But if Simon Pegg is like Going underwater with a blowtorch, like, doing a lot of physical... It's like, I don't buy it. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm sorry. I mean, maybe if he was 20 and, like, actually ripped, but he's not He's not in physical shape the way Tom Cruise or, you know, anyone is. Even Vic yeah. Rames. as much as I love him, it's, it's just kind of silly to see all of them trying to act like they're in peak condition. Well, and yeah. really, they are all past their due date, even yeah. Simon Pegg it's, or Rebecca Ferguson. I'm not going to cry if they die, necessarily.
3: I feel like there's a lot of dead-eyed performances in this if not the whole way then just at certain moments i'm i'm reminded of this video movie guide i used to read when i was young gave return of the jedi like a lower much lower score than the others and i was like what this is blasphemy what the fuck what the fuck is this and the review was like uh late in the game lazy performances and i'm like what lazy are you kidding me they saved the galaxy and then later you watch it and you're like oh shit Harrison Ford doesn't want to be there (laughs) yeah I think everyone's exhausted they're exhausted
4: (laughs) it could be like shoot like week 17
3: (laughs) and they're all just like all right which where's the bomb where's the that's, that's kind of what it feels like for this.
4: Also, we dodged a bullet with the crowd because there was a oh, lot of they're, talking. They're, there was oh, a, someone who was clearly... There was clearly a, there was was a guy with no, Tourette's.
1: There was a guy with Tourette's who got scolded. Like, did he get or, kicked or out? Or was it I, Tourette's? I think he did get I,
3: kicked out. I he did. He was, he was I okay. saw him get escorted. I don't,
4: out. Th- I don't think he had Tourette's. I think he was just a little nutty. Or drunk. Because he, he was, was like... He was choosing what he was saying like he was yeah there was like a he he was was there was like a jj
1: J. abrams trailer and he was like oh bad robot you know what to do like you get him jj J., get him
3: he, he was <laughs> yeah. he walked he was escorted out and he looked a little drunk like his legs were were a little drunk walk so, yeah, I, think so. I think he was just i mean that he, was
4: our fault for seeing the movie at 350 p.m <laughs> yeah
3: i think he was lit up on a sunday afternoon looking for some fun um we need to oh we need to mention wes bentley <laughs> and and it's tea. I don't know, like, what? What, is he going to figure into the next one somehow? No like, way. No, why man. do you no bring... No like, was way. Was this He just a got a favor? good
1: agent. He just got a really good agent. Wes
3: Bentley just shows up at the end yeah. as, as Ethan Hunt's... Wes
1: Bentley should have been Henry Cavill's, like, younger, like, sure. deformed brother or something. <laughs> you know, like, one of the apostles or whatever. Uh, yeah, but that no. was a
3: weird performance and a weird role for him to pop up. He at.
1: had some moments, too, that you and I were chuckling at. Like, when Michelle Monaghan leaves the tent to go help Big Rames and he kind of looks at her go, you know, as he's packing
3: know, he has yeah. this funny little beat it's hilarious it's like a different movie when he steps in
1: <laughs> i forgot i saw his name in the opening credits and yeah. I'm like, oh cool and then like you totally forget so that when he does show up it's... you just can't help but laugh for some reason yeah like, yeah it's i don't a know surprise I yeah big, i don't like know like why i don't Bentley. know
3: why all right well let's let's hit the bones this is a hot take we don't want it to get lukewarm yeah um bishki what do you got well, let me just—I had a few more words. Like, sure, sure. The world.
0: Okay, this goes into my bone cup. But the you know, the world we live in today. Mm. You know, I, we're very. Hu- I'm very hungry for an, a Bond film. It's like overdue. We need. Okay. You know, we've got.
3: You want a new Bond? I'm just saying. You want
0: Idris Elba. No, no. I'm just. No. We need another Bond film. Just in terms of like foreign affairs, lots of stuff to work with out there that's yeah. going on in the world. This is pretty generic. Sure. nuclear bomb crazy man plot I mean at one that... point
1: you even have Rebecca Ferguson tied to a chair with like a, a gag in her mouth with a bomb nearby yeah it just no. reeks it's of like... like those old silent movies where the woman's tied up on the train tracks you know? yeah it's, it's like, like global oh.
0: affairs is ge- is feeding you stuff to to work with here and mm-hmm. this is all you can come up with so that being said I'm looking forward to bond next year and hopefully they can master that. I know Mission Impossible doesn't get into the geopolitics too much, but anyway, <laughs> the movie's serviceable. It hits all the marks in, for a Mission Impossible movie. Um, it's uh, the action sequences I thought were fine, thrilling. <laughs>
2: uh, but, I was thrilled. But,
0: you know, I, I, my, my favorite's probably Ghost Protocol still um, with the Burj Khalifa sequence. and then, But this one was, i not going to give it negative it's two and a half bones. There it is.
3: Brother Lucas.
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll uh, give it the same bone count, two and a half for me. Yeah, I, I just thought there needed to be better pacing, because again, it's like, I, I, I bring this up, I think every LodgeCast or Hot Take is like, pacing is hard, you know? You gotta know how a movie plays, and it just felt like, yeah, you got uh, some great action scenes, but it definitely drags in a lot of places, and... uh you know, I was glancing at my watch a couple times and, you know, it just made me miss John Woo or John McTiernan or, like, people who used to know how to shoot action and really craft, like, sequences. I mean, you got to shoot out in this movie in the dark with flashlights and on paper it sounds, oh, it sounds really cool, man, but when you're watching it and you can't see anything yeah. except Alec Baldwin getting shipped it's like, okay, yeah. uh, this is fine, but it just doesn't deliver enough for what I was like hoping for so you know this definitely uh, is a -a two-and-a-half bone affair brother Justin
4: yeah I'm gonna have to echo the two-and-a-half bone chorus here Uh, I want to like it more I want to give it points for degree of difficulty there's just something about it that it's just it's impossible to give a shit I think that's what the whole franchise is for me unfortunately Um, There was some talk early on about Tom Cruise playing Iron Man before the MCU got off the ground. Yeah. And so I just can't help but imagine, like, how much more successful of an action star Robert Downey Jr. is in a lot of ways. He doesn't do his own stunts. He sometimes doesn't even want to show up and wear the motion (laughs) capture suit. He just makes up shit. But... His performances in action films in the last ten years are much more memorable, and if you could picture someone with the charisma of Robert Downey Jr. and the fun doing some of those stunts, mm-hmm. you got a four-bone movie on your hands. Nice. But okay. in this in this setting, it's just it it ain't working. It's it gets generic. It's gets exhausting, and I forgot half of it already.
3: Wow! Wow! Mm-hmm. Okay. Two and a half. Fuck. Well, I wish, I wish I could be a Maverick and do something different. But it, it's a two and a half bone movie. It <laughs> <Exactly>. just <laughs> Technically, is. well made. Yeah. It just is. Maybe, pretty, pretty maybe standard. ten years ago,
4: it would have gotten into three bone fair, territory. Fair. Right. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I mean, two and, it's, it's. I don't want to see it again. It's Same. like oh. I saw I'd rather. It you know, what's crazy. I'd
1: rather revisit Mission Impossible two and three now because I haven't seen those since they came out. And I know they're universally reviled in in some respects, but... I thought
3: 3's, like, great, I
1: But I I have to go back to what Justin mentioned earlier, is I do miss how De Palma and, for better or worse, Wu and Abrams had their own personal stamp on it. Uh And you're right, Macari, you know, I think got really, really lucky in his career by, by, you know, writing Valkyrie, which is where he met Tom Cruise, and then eventually they did a Jack Reacher movie together, and the rest is history... But honestly, I feel Macari's strength is, is character work, you know? It's, it's the small moments and stuff. And it's just hard when you're, I think, painting on that canvas that large yeah. um, to kind of make it special, you know? Because you kind of get bogged down in so much other shit.
3: Well, now that we've all filed our two-and-a-half bone report... Our homogenous two-and-a-half bone. <laughs> it's time for the Spence report. Let's give <laughs> let's give Brother Spence a call. Keep, we'll keep it short. Keep it hot. Yeah. Hello, brother Spence. Oh, what's up? How's was going? What's up, man? You're on the Lodge Cast.
2: Hell yeah, baby!
3: So we all just uh, we all just gave our full review, but we want to give you—it's a hot take, so we want to keep it kind of quick and spicy. Just, sure, give, sure, sure. just, just give us, just give us your take, your take on Mission
2: Impossible Fallout. Okay, so Fallout, uh, I enjoyed it a lot. Um, I would say i like rogue nation a lot better but this one has way more set pieces and more action like it's like the it's like the closest thing we've had in years to something like um uh, mad max 3 Road. like it's like it's the most action-packed movie we've had in many years but at the same time i i honestly feel like it's like as ridiculous as Mission Impossible
3: 2. So you you need and that you need that ridiculousness.
2: No, but well, that's what I'm saying. I think mean, like I like ridiculousness when it's done right. And I think what I, I guess like I love the Mission Impossible movies. Like I rewatched all of them like a couple weeks ago, and like you know one through five and you're like, getting this pumped, is six, right? This is six now, yeah, right? Yeah, is yeah. six, yeah. Two, two is ridiculous just in the way it's, like, handled and, like, the way it's executed. But, like, two isn't any more ridiculous than the other ones are. And, like, I think that's the thing with this one is, like, this one, like, the story is ridiculous. This, this story is bonkers dumb. But <laughs> but it, it's handled in a way where it doesn't feel like it is. And, like, so, like, that's that's a good thing. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I don't know we are. We're we talking about spoilers here or what? Oh
3: yeah, we can spoil yeah. it spoil oh, everything.
2: Yeah. So I'm so glad to kill Al Baldwin. Bringing <laughs> you know, next one bringing Jeremy Renner for that position or like actually this is something I was thinking about. I was wondering uh-huh. about while watching is it. like at what point does Tom Cruise become the elder statesman oh, of the film? That's a good so question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because right? he's like he's like he's like fifty seven now. <laughs> <I> <laughs> something think? something like that. So like you know like you know he's got he's he's he's, he's got a couple more in him for sure. How many more? How many
3: more before the student becomes the teacher? It depends.
2: Right? It depends. It, 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 if been going at the same rate they've done on the last like three, then like you could probably get like two or three more. Okay. But like it, it, if there's like a break and time and stuff like that, then I don't I don't know. All right, know. Also, this movie, Tom Cruise looks great in this one. Yeah. He looked great in the last, like, two. Like, there was a the, the, I, I uh, when I was watching them all back-to-back, was like, I was oh, and Ghost, I was watching Ghost Protocol, I'm like, man, Ghost Protocol, is like, that's the one you can really see, like, the plastic surgery. Okay. But then, like, after that, like, you said, like, you said he weathered into it, you know? He weathered
3: into it, yeah. I think that's, yeah. that's, that's kind of the right phrase to use there. Um, what, what would be your bone count on this one?
2: Bones? How many bones would I give this movie? Yeah, out of four. Out of four bones? Oh, uh, three bones.
3: Three bones. Oh, so good. you're you're pretty in line with us. We all gave it two and a half. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean, like, look, Rogue Nation is like oh, that was the last one, right? Rogue Nation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Rogue Nation, I would say, is like maybe the like I, like like if I were to rank all the Mission Impossible movies, mm-hmm. all of the Mission Impossible movies. Like, I would have to rank one, number one, just because it's like it's just a stage and whatever, and it's a palma, of course, and all that. Of course. But Rogue Nation is, like, number two. Okay. So, and I was hoping this one would, would, would you know, would, like, with any movie, I hope it's the best it can be, you know? Like, right. I want every movie to be great. I want to, every time I go into a movie theater, I want it to be the best thing I've ever seen, That's you know? That's good.
3: That's good. And
2: um, this one, though, I think... It's just, it's just a little too ridiculous in parts, I think. Just a little bit. And, I mean, like it, it, it handles it well, but I think Rogue Nation is better.
3: All right. Well, Spence, that's your hot take. Thanks for uh, oh, yeah, baby. Thanks for bringing the Spence Corner back to the LodgeCast. Sure, sure. Are
2: we seeing uh, Predator? What's up?
3: Yep. You'll be, uh, you'll be in person for Predator, hopefully. The Predator. Um, the out, Predator. Baby. The Predator.
2: If I'm still alive, I'll be there. All right. Sounds Excellent. good, man. All right, love you guys. Later, soon yeah, man.
3: Well, that's mission. That's Mission Impossible Fallout for you. That's our hot take. Hot take. Uh, lukewarm two and a half bones. Three from the eternally optimistic brother Spence. God, I mean, what if
1: Tom Cruise dies like Steve Irwin in some like on-set horrific freak accident in a future Mission Impossible installment? Wouldn't that be kind of fitting or poetic in a way? It might be what he's going for. I don't know. Yeah, like the final film, the final stunt. It's like Randy Quaid driving into the mothership. Yeah. He
3: knows. Yeah. Uh, because he's because,
1: got it in his back pocket. He's he like. Like David
3: elect- Miscavige has another body and soul wrapper ready for him. Oh man.
4: <laughs> oh man. Yeah, when Mission Impossible: Endgame is announced, we all should have to be worried. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's
3: that's a that's a fitting ending to this hot take or uh, super sized hot take. Uh, we will be back with another cinematic classic next week. Uh, it's going to get dark out there for this Ooh, next one. Oh, yes, yes. Oh, oh, man. Uh, stay
0: cool, Lodgers. Love and light Love to you all this summer. Love and
3: light.